Hey, everybody, it's Josh here. And I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening. Thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at game rage magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag, and to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage. From the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for listening. Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. And welcome to the second episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Yeah. And as usual, I'm here with, or I'm Josh, and I'm also here with Frank. Yep. Adam. Howdy. And just as another disclaimer and a reminder, in case the name didn't tip you off enough, the, the, this podcast, it, we are idiots. We don't know anything about what we're talking about. This is all just opinion and conjecture with very little fact-based information. Well, for the supreme, most part. And supreme propaganda. And, and a lot of propaganda, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's all for entertainment. Yeah, yes. That's with, the perfect with, way. With, with nuggets of truth. Yes, yes. It's, it's tiny little nuggets of truth. And but it's not mainly, our job to tell you what the nuggets of truth are. Yeah, you, that's you, true. you, you do out. your own homework. Yeah, you got to figure that shit out. You, you got the internet. Fucking look it up yourself, you lazy bitch. Uh, anyways, so today on this episode, we wanted to talk about a couple different things. And the first thing we were going to talk about is the Iranian Navy. And, Operation Pain Mantis. Right. So b- back in the, what was it, the 80s? Uh, or was it the 90s? I don't know, because the Soviet Union was still a thing. So, so. that's the 80s then, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so back in the 80s, uh, there yeah, was this... because we, we still had the Enterprise and we still had the Sabres. So. Right, yeah. So there was an incident between where in the in the Gulf of Oman or whatever it's called, the Arabian Sea, whatever the hell that area the is Afghanistan, called. The Afghanistan-Iran war. The, the Iranians... The Afghanistan-Iraq war. Yeah, the Iranians decided to invade Iraq for some fucking reason, and then a bunch of bullshit happened, and then they backed uh, off. The other way around. I think I, Iraq, Iraq invaded Iran. Iran. Whatever. Yeah, so there was some bullshit were, that happened. And they were being funded by Kuwait. Oh, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Right. Let's, let's, I want to do some fact-checking here. What, All what, right, let's do some fact-checking. What, what, is the, what year? What was this war called? Uh, just call, look up Operation Prey Mantis. Operation Prey Mantis. Okay, I just want yeah. to check. So, <clears throat> just, just keep going. Yeah, and yeah. I'll, I'll, well, you'll, yeah. you can just interject one and, and say things. So, essentially... 
they had this little conflict going on, and Iran decided that they wanted to cut off uh, or start attacking the oil supply that was coming out of and like, Kuwait. Like the fat electrician, yeah, the fat electrician who made a great video about this said it best. Sun Tzu's art of war attacked the supply lines. Right, yeah. So, uh, obviously, the, the other side of the war was being funded by Kuwait, so they decided, fuck it, we're going to attack their their moneymaker, which is, which is oil. And as it was back then, Kuwait was pretty much, I believe, the only country in the Middle East that was not part of OPEC that was sending out oil. Um, so, do, do a little quick explanation of what OPEC is. Uh, OPEC is the oil-producing and exporting countries. It's, it's sort of a... I don't know if the exact word for it is a treaty or if it's it's kind of like NATO but for oil. It's a so, it's a cartel family for oil. Yeah, yeah basically. I mean, it's, but it involves essentially them fixing the prices so that they all profit and make the most fucking amount of money possible. So yeah, how dare they do that before America had a chance? I mean, I agree. <laughs> uh, anyway, so essentially, Kuwait said or Kuwait starts getting their oil tankers harassed. By the Iranian Navy, which is essentially, what, uh, four ships they have? It was a good amount of ships, but they only had, <clears throat> they only had two, quote-unquote, modern ships, and which was their largest ships, which were, weren't even uh, battle frigates. They were just uh, transport frigates. If, uh, helicopter frigates, I think that's what they're called, or missile frigates. Yeah, so, so anyways, so they're fucking around with that, and then... Obviously, you know, anything to do with oil and, and fucking up with, you know, making gas prices go higher because the supply is lower. So that means. Yeah, I guess there was a, a war between Iraq I reckon, and, yeah. and uh, Iran, but uh, I was trying to see, like, who attacked first. Because didn't that lead into Operation Desert Storm or Desert Shield, whatever it was, the first one? I think that was some of the that, that was some of the. Well, no, because they attacked. Because uh, remember, it was when I because Iraq won, uh, wins that war. And then they go after somebody else, and that's when we had to get involved. But we, I mean, it appears, essentially the rest of the world. <laughs> it appears that uh, the Iraqis invaded Iran yeah. first. Was Saddam Hussein in charge? Was it, does it yeah. say on that thing? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Usually it will say the belligerents, and then it will say who is in charge of each side or whatever. Uh, let's see. Saddam Hussein and oh, nice. Ruhollah Khomeini. The supreme leader of Iran. Oh yeah, so Ayatollah it's, Khomeini. It's, so it's, it was Ayatollah. Yeah, it was uh, Saddam. Saddam and, and yeah. this other guy. Okay, so yeah, essentially, I'm not sure if that directly led to Iraq deciding to invade because Iraq invaded Kuwait mm-hmm. to take. That's why we went over there the first time. Which is weird. Wasn't Kuwait funding Iraq in this war? Right, yeah. In that sense, they were. But I, I, I don't know the details. Some shit must have happened, obviously. And then <laughs> somebody pissed somebody off. And then you know, there they went. They, they became enemies. So anyways, once that started happening with the Iranians attacking and harassing the exporting of oil from Kuwait, obviously then America had to jump in, jump in because, you know, you, you don't fuck with them gas prices. Okay, that's that's... Essentially, wasn't probably that, the worst thing you could do. Wasn't that what the dude was saying that uh, Kuwait was underselling every other country? Yeah, because they, they weren't. Were not part of yeah, because they weren't part of OPEC, OPEC. so <laughs> they were able to to sell oil at a cheaper price, and it was it was great because every you know who wants to buy, everybody wants to buy the cheapest oil. They're selling it like hotcakes, and yeah, yeah. you know, anyway. So they were undercutting OPEC, and you know. Then obviously now gas prices go up for us, so then we have to say, hey, hold on there, buddy, let's 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 calm down here. So we sent over a couple, sh- a few ships to go ahead and check out some shit, and we had sent 
Well, it was a brand. It was one of the brand new ships. It was. A, I think that was the missile frigate. It was was our. It was our missile frigate. Yeah. It was like a brand new one. A brand new one that we had just built, and we went to go protect to start protecting some of these Kuwaiti oil oil freighters that were being you know harassed. And so, what's a, what's a frigate? So it's a, a frigate, below destroyer. It's a type of. It's just a type of. It denotes the type of ship. I think it's so, yeah. But what does it do? Right. The, it's. I don't know if it's based on tonnage, but it's. I think it's based more on missions. So what does it do? Uh, so like it's a frigate it's a is more of like ship. an escort type ship where it has a capable armament to essentially defend a f- a fleet of ships. So okay. in the in the in the construction of a naval fleet, they usually have you know you'll have if, let's say it's a carrier group for example, you have the carrier, and then you'll have There's a couple destroyers, destroyers, and then you'll have some more frigates, and these are essentially all designed to just defend the carrier because the carrier has no essential. Weapon well, defenses other than aircraft. That's back, all it has. Yeah. Back then. Back now, then. Nowadays, like the, I remember the world's thing for the Nimitz class nuclear, mm-hmm. our nuclear one. Uh-huh. It has a, it has an enforced range of 440 nautical radius mi- miles. Of what? That it can enforce its, uh, um, what the fuck what was the term? Yeah, but that's because of the <laughs> aircraft that it has. It doesn't have. That was just for the, remember, um, aircraft carriers now carry missile capacity, have missile capacity themselves as well. Yeah, but those aren't. They don't really have an, a ship-to-ship capability of defense unless you send out your aircraft. That is the main function of the aircraft carrier. So that's what the whole point of the battle group is: is because the other ships take that role of defense, where the aircraft carrier can send off its its aircraft to go conduct whatever mission. And then if someone were to come and try to take out the group or the carrier as the point of origin for these aircraft that are attacking them, the the carrier group would then defend the carrier with its surface warfare capabilities. Cause that's the one thing that, I mean, I really don't think that counts as surface warfare. It's more of an air warfare thing that carriers launch out. They just launch out a bunch of fucking aircraft and they all go do whatever mission they're doing. But in terms of surface warfare, which is essentially a naval term for ship to ship combat, basically that the aircraft carriers really don't have a, a capability for that. I mean, they may have a minor capability nowadays, but back then for sure they didn't. So, anyways, so then they send out this ship to go. One of these, it's one of the ships that goes out to defend these Kuwaiti oil freighters to to escort them. And then essentially, it, the Iranians fucked around and started putting mines everywhere. And basically, this ship came across a mine and essentially it fucking tore it almost in half underneath from the bottom. And they basically were using the crew held it together with basically they were just welding fucking metal fucking pieces together onto the ship and just just holding that shit together just keep it afloat and no one died there were like i think it said 10 people injured and they were able to limp it back to to port so we sent out some investigations to find out what happened and turns out they're like oh yeah this fucking this iranian mine that blew it up well last some shit bitch so they call up old old reagan who's the president and say hey this is what happened and he basically tells them well we need to just issue a response that's Proportional. That's the exact words that he used was, was proportional. So, okay, cool. They damaged one of our ships. So you think, uh, maybe we'll just, you know, fucking uh, according, damage uh, one of theirs. Just a uh, side note here. Looks like car- uh, carriers are also armed with torpedoes. Oh, see, that's new. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, okay. So they have some. To- but, again, aircraft carrier are not maneuverable. So wherever those there torpedo are, bays are. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're one of our fastest ships now. Aircraft carriers? Nuclear ones. I don't think they're the fastest. I mean, maybe they're one of them. There's no way. There's no way. Look up the top speed of a of an aircraft carrier. 30, 30 nautical miles. 
30 knots. Yeah. So what's what's the top speed of I'm a, I don't know, kind of shit, a frigate? Like, like a not, not, I would say that kind of like a patrol boat or something. Well, yeah, yeah. Those things can go way faster. But, I mean, what's like a destroyer's top speed of a modern destroyer? Again, anyways. 30 knots is what they're telling us its speed is. I mean, that is true. We don't know. We don't really know what that is. But, anyway, so then essentially... They said, okay, cool. So our, our proportional response is going to be we're going to fucking attack. We're going to set up three attack groups. Okay. The fastest destroyer uh-huh. is 33 knots. Hmm. I wonder why that is. I wonder if it's because of the the aerodynamics of the Well, the, the, fa- the, the, one, carrier. the fastest one is that one, the, the one that, uh, the New York class. Mm-hmm. Remember the one that's like awesome? Oh, it's all sleek and shit. Yeah. And I think the water goes in the middle between yeah. it, right? Those are pretty cool looking. But anyways, so we send out a couple different battle groups and essentially their jobs. One of them's the two of their jobs are to destroy two oil rigs that are owned by the Iranians. And the third one's job is to find the two modern quote unquote naval ships and destroy them. So basically as the story goes, the first battle group goes in, they start fucking up the, or they get there, they're going to blow up the, the oil rig. They give them the, you know, the announcement saying on the radio, Hey, we're going to blow up this thing. So if you guys want to leave, we'll give you five minutes. So they, you know, they're they're evacuating the thing. So they say, all right, cool, we'll just stand by, and then they proceed to, you know, basically just fuck up this oil rig. Uh, there is some a little bit of resistance that happens, and essentially they continue to fuck up the oil rig even worse. Same thing happens with the second one. Uh, in the first one, they sent some Marines in to go and put some uh, charges on it to detonate it even more. The second group, same thing. They had uh, Navy SEALs to go in and do that, but they didn't even get to use them because. There was some dude that had, he was on like a 25 millimeter gun on top of the fucking thing. And he started to like trying to shoot at them and they said, oh, fuck this. So then they just unloaded even harder on that oil rig and just blew it to shit. So there was nothing left for them to go place charges on. So then the third group finds one of the thing, the destroyers. They say, hey, uh, this is it. Then some, what were they? The uh, Well, no, remember um, at this point, the Iranians <clears throat> figure out something's going on. So they just ordered their navy to start attacking whatever they can find, which was happened to be a civilian ship, and they called for help. So the Enterprise responded, and they took that sh- they took that ship down too. Yeah, well, they sent some they sent the aircraft out, and they started shooting at the at the aircraft, and then they said, "Oh, good. Well, the rules of engagement were essential, essentially that you couldn't you had to get authorization from the president, or you had to have been fired upon first, right? That was yeah. the two stipulations. So." At least they, according to what's his name. Yeah, they well, I'm sure that's accurate. So yeah. they overflew, which usually that's kind of how it goes in something like this. So they I overflew mean, it. I mean, in general aspects, if you get fired upon, I think even international law says that you're allowed to defend yourself. Yeah, I do think in most scenarios that that's pretty much an automatic trigger where if you are actually fired upon, then you have no, 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 no holds barred. Basically, you can you can bring the heat, as they say. So uh, they get shot at. Bring the heat. They did because then they just they just fucking destroy this this navy ship, and, or this Iranian naval ship. Then it's hard to believe that there's rules of engagement for war, uh, considering that like once war happens, I feel well here that everything's on the table. Well, here's the thing though. Uh-huh. There is rules. There's the Geneva Convention. There's the uh, the Accords. What are they called? Yeah, there's there's a couple different ones. Yeah, there's a lot of rules, and we have our own rules too that we we as the U.S. government dictate to our our military. Here's the problem with that: we're the only ones that usually follows it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you look at this shit that's going on in in the Ukraine obviously right now, I mean, there's a lot of fucking 
war crimes going on and Russia stuff that's not doing a lot of work. Yeah, and I'm sure Ukraine's doing something. Right, I'm sure Ukraine. I'm they're not innocent. I mean, I mean you're not. You're not. I mean, in you're, war, not gonna, you're not going to take that either. Right, like, and yeah. that's the thing. In war, though, and this is my belief, is in in war, it is hard to say. Okay, where is the line? Right. I mean. You're you're blowing shit up indiscriminately. Civilians are going to get killed. That is regardless. Now you can try. Now we as I mean, Americans, yeah, we try to do the best to limit that. Even though people say we're fucking assholes and we don't, we're, but, we're the only military force in the world where ever since the civil war, uh, the Revolutionary War, the the most successful tactic ta- tactic has always been to take out the officer first, because then the troops under his command. It becomes chaotic because they have no one to take orders from, and it's always been a successful tactic until the modern military, the United United States military. Because you take out the officer, say for a group of Marines, you just kill the only person that cares about collateral damage, the only person that cares about the Geneva Convention. Yeah, right. Because let's be honest, okay, a, a, a lieutenant in in the Marine Corps probably is has been taking several classes and educated about all these things, right? Whereas uh, the dude from the pri- private who has just come out of basic training and he doesn't know how to command. He does not have command. All he knows how well, all he knows how to do it's is to kill. find a target and kill it. That's all he knows how to do. Right. So if, if you literally take out the dude who's directing that and saying, okay. You just go kill these guys over here, but don't kill these guys over here because these guys aren't 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 bad guys. Oh, if you just if you just remove that thing that's guiding that fucking kill machine, then that's it. Then everybody's just gonna die. That's that's just what's gonna happen. And like like right here with this situation again, there's rules of engagement. Iran wasn't following them. We were, but the second they fired on us and we were allowed to fucking shoot back. Proportional. Yeah, all bets all bets are off. I mean, we don't. Yeah, it's just one thing people um, in the history of our country. When it comes to us being fired upon, there is no goddamn chill. Yeah, that is true. Goddamn chill. It's 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 either zero or a hundred. There's really no in between once that happens. Because that's the way our our guys are. Our frontline fighters are trained. Like the Marine Corps. It's ruthless aggression. Is the best way I can describe the, the way they're trained. The army, slightly less, but more. I guess I don't know. How would you describe the the difference between the army and the Marine Corps? Well, I do think that there's more. I don't want to say pageantry because that's not the right word, but it's there's more of a, an esprit de corps. I guess is probably the right accurate term in mm-hmm. the Marine Corps. Where it's all, and there's some of that in the army, but man, you meet a marine, they they are a fucking, they are proud to be a goddamn marine. That is the whole culture in which they are uh, engulfed in and indoctrinated into. Whereas in the army, you know, there's really nobody in the army that I've ever met that's that excited to be in the army, right? But dudes who are in the Marine Corps are everything their whole life is about. Oh yeah, I'm a goddamn Marine. Every Once, fucking Marine I've ever that's met. That's their whole thing. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Right. That's true. That's in there. That's so. I think that their their general culture and their indoctrination process makes that difference. Where and let's be honest, the whole the best way to describe it, there's a sibling rivalry between the Army and the Marine Corps. It's, and so when they're saying like, if you ever see them in the battlefield together, they're trying to outdo each other. Like yeah. Oh, we gotta take this building. Uh the Marine Corps already took it. Fuck. 
Yeah, true. Like, what do you mean? Fuck, we don't have to. Fuck. Shut the hell up. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, yeah. So back to the, the topic at hand. So then, the second ship that they come across, same thing. It starts firing at them at the same aircraft, but then instead of. Were they out of ammo or something? No, no, no. The, what was uh, the reason no, that they... No, the, the second time they fought, a ship was sent out to... It was some other ship. It was sent to intercept them. Mm. And they kept telling them, hey, back away, dude. Back away. Back away. Fuck it. He didn't listen. Fire away. And they that was taken out with the missile crews. Yeah. With the missile frigate. Because then there was... Oh, so the other one, the third one, they just disabled then, right? And then they No, the third one, back. they found um, an accident. Because they went to bomb that ship. Right. And as they were flying back to the Enterprise, they saw it. Right, and then remember, they won. The, all he had left was was the a two thousand pound bomb. So because then they used it all on the they, other ship. Yeah, yeah. So then those guys were out of ammo. So then they went to go verify it, and as they're verifying that this is it, it shoots at them. So then they said, "Fuck it." Well, all we got is this two thousand pound bomb. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and just dive bomb this thing like it's fucking nineteen forty five, and we're in goddamn a uh, uh, Corsair, and we're just gonna fucking just straight dive bomber that shit. And that's exactly what they did. And then they hit the By engine the, bay. I don't know if it was luck or actual skill from the aiming. Yeah, who knows? But. They hit the engine bay, totally disabled the ship, and then uh, they were called off. So then they just said, all right. Basically, then Iran called up, <laughs> pitching and complaining, and we basically just told them, hey, uh, you know, all right, we'll back off. We'll let you take your ship back, blah, blah, blah. And then Iran went ahead and tried to get us in the world court and saying that we were committing war crimes and shit by blowing up the oil rigs, which, as it's funny, it... it it, it really technically wasn't illegal what we did. Because so, in the treaty, it said we weren't allowed to attack military installation, no, military ships <coughs> and right. stuff like that. We yeah, attacked yeah. ships. We attacked. We attacked an oil rig, which wasn't directly listed. the only listed. ships that attacked fired on us first. Right. So it wasn't directly listed as something in there. So the world court said, fuck, all right, well, I, I guess you're good to go. Uh, America, you're free. You, you did it right. With, Fucking A. With all due respect <laughs> to the court, like yeah. even if that was the case, who's going to tell the U.S. to... To abide by these. One of my favorite, one of my favorite like jokes or things, um, was from The Simpsons. Do you remember the episodes when they went to Brazil? Yeah. Remember when uh, they're on the beach and the guy's like, "Excuse me, Americans, Americans," and Homer's like, "How did you know we were Americans?" He turns around and shares a picture of Uncle Sam eating the earth, and it just said, "Try Try to stop stop us." (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, that is true, and. Yeah, who's gonna tell us what to do? I mean, I feel like that's like, that goes for China and Russia as well. Like, yeah, no one's gonna tell them what the fuck to do. I mean, the only thing that we're all well, maybe now Russia. In, well, I mean, in the UN, well, they they still at the end of the day, even even if your military is is considered quote unquote garbage, they still have nuclear weapons. So maybe they won't work. I don't, that that is that. But do you want to? But do you want to fuck around and find out whether or not they work? That's the question. I think so, at this point, Russia is more scared of. In theory, there's a huge possibility. There's a not huge. That's the wrong word. But there's a possibility that those nukes could just go off by the launch sequence. I mean, sure. I mean, maybe, but because because of the 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 treaty, most of those missiles were made in the '60s by the Russians or the, the, Soviets. the Soviets. Yeah, and there's a good chance most of those missiles ain't gonna work anymore. Maybe. And then even after all that. We have like what twelve different missile defense systems, specific, and three of them were specifically designed for nukes. I mean that's true, and specifically designed for the shit that they have because that's as we now know was. our Patriot system that was made in the seventies or the eighties. Yeah, I think it was like the eighties when they released it. I don't know about when they can made shoot it. down a hypersonic missile, which was a mo- which is the fastest modern missile in existence allegedly. 
So, yeah, I mean, wait, wait, back to the anyway. Thing. So uh, the reason we bring this up yeah. is because it seems that history is, is going to be repeating itself. Yeah, because essentially right now the Iranians are are essentially using the other the other half because we basically destroyed half their navy when we did that, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're using essentially what is the other half of their navy to essentially do the same thing where they are now harassing oil freighters and shipping coming out of the Middle East. And which is weird because one of the sh- two of the ships they attacked were Chinese owned. Yeah, which it well it, it also could be. I feel false like flag. they're being told. I feel like well, I don't know if it's a false flag if if they're being they're saying that they're doing it you know what i'm saying but i I do feel like it must have been a weird ass day for that fucking ship to be like uh sir because yeah we're getting an emergency distress signal from a ship being attacked by the iranian forces oh wow really who is it the the chinese it's the chinese (laughs) wait the chinese are calling for help from an american ship yeah and maybe 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 that's Maybe some signals got crossed, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the fog of war, right? So obviously, maybe they told the Iranians, "Hey, man, you got to start fucking around with this oil shit." And then they said, "All right, cool, we got you." And then accidentally attacked, like who told them to do it? You know, <laughs> that that would be a pretty funny, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but it's not saying is history is history going to repeat itself in the sense that once again we're going to have to come in and say, "Hey." But this time, we're, not even gonna, we're probably going to be on the other side of the world shooting you down. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, basically, they're, they're still doing it now. It's crazy that they're... I don't know why the fuck they're, they're doing that. I mean, I guess it's a... Why aren't the British there? Why aren't they having their, their ships there, too? They're supposed you know, to be- I, I don't know. Well, because, again, because... Okay, so this is the thing about, I guess geopolitically right mm-hmm. so the one thing that makes the united states of america the world superpower right is that we're the world be- police well it not not well for in a sense yes but it's the fact that the simple fact that we have a, a little thing called force projection so we can impose our will upon anyone else throughout the world anywhere right and the reason we can do that essentially in terms of protection of shipping lanes is because of the, our navy right we have this really strong navy we have a lot of ships we have a lot of advanced technology and we have the capability to deploy them throughout the world to where essentially if you look at right after world war ii when we decided to essentially pr- protect all shipping lanes that's when uh, economies boomed right everything after world war ii happened i mean obviously a lot of it was due to reconstruction and everything of that nature but Essentially, because the United States had this huge naval force that was capable of enforcing its will and allowing free trade to take place between other countries throughout the world and across the seas, that has been essentially the case since World War II. So now, in this instance, and even earlier in the earlier instance with the Iranians, we were able to project our will upon another place that was saying, oh, we're, gonna, we're not going to allow this this." commodity to get sent to another part of the world and we're going to disrupt this well we said no 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 like you're fucking with us so now we're going to go in and and, and handle this business so the british don't necessarily i mean they used to have that capability when they were the world superpower Mm -hmm. but now they're not so they don't really technically they're still considered a superpower i wouldn't say that they it's funny there's the superpowers u.s russia and china and then there's the superpowers, France and UK. In, in my opinion, 
you cannot have there is one world superpower and that's it there's there cannot be more than one and and this day and since basically i would say world war ii the united states maybe even prior to that the united states has been it we have been the sole world superpower and there's debate now that maybe that is coming to an end with china and russia and all these other assholes trying to come in and you know uh take our place essentially Mm -hmm. but as we've talked about in the past that's not going to happen we're not going to just sink quietly into that sweet night or whatever the old saying is is because in throughout world history no superpower has ever that has that has fallen it's never a peaceful transition there's always some sort of major conflict that happens right so i mean britain kind of went quietly into the night well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because every single country that, that had a British occupation rebelled against them in a violent manner. And that's essentially what led to their downfall from being a world power. I mean, mm-hmm. it happened in, in India. It happened in America. It happened in Africa. It happened in... They spread themselves too thin. Yes. Every continent that they had a presence on, they were eradicated from. And in the, in the ending would of their say, world power the, status... Would you say that our colonies were the, the last stand they had where they had a... A good force? No, I think that was the first stand. I think that was the beginning of it. I think no, but I said that was, you think that was the last time they had... Like- oh, the capability to defend? Yeah, I think that was probably the last time that they had the... Ca- well, not necessarily because... Yeah, no, you know, I think that was it. I think that was probably, you're right, the last time that the British had the capability of global force projection, essentially. And once they were defeated by a bunch of fucking farmers... They lost a lot of respect. They did lose a lot of respect, and everybody said, well, man... They fucked around, and they didn't find out, those Americans. So maybe if we fuck around, maybe we won't find out either. Fuck it. Let's try it and see what happens. And well, what was that statistic? Every, there's, there's not a, I mean, every, every month there's a country celebrating its independence from Britain. Yeah, that is true. I mean, that, that is true. I'm sure it's probably every week there's at least one country on the planet. Because, again, the British did colonize and control essentially every continent on the planet. At one point in the world. So, All right, go ahead. I, I don't know. I think I was talking to either an Australian or, or New Zealand person, but yeah. we, they see us as assholes. Like, Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone sees us as assholes. That's true. But I guess in, in the New Zealanders person's perspective, Australia and and the U.S. are kind of synonymous with, with one another mm-hmm. in terms of like... Uh, like how people are perceived, like they see Australians as assholes, and they see Canada as more of like the nicer, nicer version of America. Which is funny because Canada has committed the most war crimes out of anybody. Uh, so, well, not anybody, but they committed. They're a walking genocide. And I don't know why they brought it up, but I think they said something along the lines of the fact that Canada made a formal, a formal like document that said to, that they're, they're to, seceding the from yeah. the U- yeah. the United Kingdom so versus we. us who just said, you know, fuck it, we're we're out. Like and we're fighting you motherfuckers cuz like no, the, the fighting happened because we succeeded. Well, think think about this. 
Okay, Canada, right? They did this whatever document, whatever, how many fucking hundred years, hundreds or something years ago, right? Yeah. Or whatever the fuck that was. Especially, it wasn't okay. during 1812. Right, right. But no, but what I'm saying is, okay, look at look at what they did. They 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 peacefully sent a document, right? But guess what? The They're still queen under is, the dominion. The queen of, yeah. is still on all their money. They still, oh, well, I guess it'd be the king now probably is what's going to happen, but... And what's their what's their legal system called? The Queen's Court. Right, exactly. It's 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 His Majesty or Her Majesty, whatever. Well, now it's going to be His Majesty yeah. stuff. With like, why? This isn't a criticism of Canada itself, but like, how can you call yourself a country if you're still under the dominion of yeah. like the United? But you're just yeah, a colony. You're, it's funny, but that's, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Right. I, I, like, I'm just asking why. <laughs> like, I, I don't like, understand like, it either. It's like how we released the Philippines. They're no longer a domain of ours, but everybody knows. If you fuck with the Philippines, you're, we're, we're, we're right there. And, and listen, I'll say this too. Not to talk shit about Canada or England because you know what? When we got hit on 9-11, guess who the two motherfuckers that were standing there right by our side ready to go fuck some shit up? The Canada was there and, and England was there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, and, well, yeah. And then, they, and then we'd had freedom fries. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I will. Yeah. France didn't want to fuck with Iraq, but they were cool with going in Afghanistan. But I... I have respect. I I have respect for that. All right, you guys wanted to back us up when it was our time to to have some shit go down. All right, cool. You oh, got our back. Oh, fucking um, the royal palace broke the broke the tradition of the um, change of the guards in all its years. This was the only time they ever broke it, where they played the they were supposed to play the British national anthem, but yeah. during nine eleven they played the American national anthem. <laughs> yeah, respect. All right, that's putting some respect. And anyways, but back to back to us talking about you know, back to saying fuck you. Yeah, back to saying fuck those assholes. <laughs> uh, it's like that fucking video I, I watch every year on Fourth of July. The guy starts off, it's called "Fuck You, England," and the guy starts off, "Hey, England, we have a special relationship, and there's no doubt about it. But there's one day a year where we all get together and we say, fuck you, England.' <laughs> I mean, that is true, and." You know, England has become one of our staunchest allies over the years, or over the last two hundred years, or whatever since well, since fucking. Can I just bring something up real quick? Yeah. Going on something real fucking trippy. Yeah. You know, during the Civil War, mm-hmm. you know who kept all the foreign powers from fucking from interfering with us? Yeah, wasn't in England. Nope. Who was it? It was Russia. Russia. Hmm. Clash's K um, Clay was the was the ambassador to Russia. And he convinced them to tell everybody, hey, if they fuck with the U.S. during the Civil War, you'll go to war with them. That's, that's <laughs> an interesting thing, it's right? It's an interesting fact of history. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I don't know why. Because Australia is kind of the same way, too. They still, they still pray, have it's, reverence for the, for the royalty, the monarchy. It's on their flag. Yeah, they do. But I guess the, the way the... Like, the brashness of... Because I guess they're... The way Australians are perceived is kind of like the U.S. We're kind of crass and loud and say. I mean, to be fair, do you see the wildlife they have to deal with? Huh? Do you see the wildlife they have to deal with? I mean, yeah, Christ, the fucking snakes and the, the venomous animals alone that they have to deal with is fucking. I, I'd be an asshole too, you know. Say, and we have it just we have it bad too, but not not nearly as bad as them. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny too because it's all in the middle where all the fucking the outback and all that shit because all the coastal cities where the majority of the population is it's fucking peachy for them yeah dude they got some they got some wild shit out there <laughs> I'm saying, like, it's funny yeah, man. it's I mean, funny how New Zealand Australia who else is talking shit uh fucking the, all of fucking Europe likes to talk shit about oh Americans are asshole they're stupid they're brat but, but the second Russia gets a little uppity uh, 
a medical, can you come help? Can you come help? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, really, I, the second anybody gets up at you, they're just like, oh, 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 where are you guys? There's some graphic about uh, when it comes to donations or uh-huh. uh, any anything like that, that the U.S. is one of the top countries, if not the top country, that donates the most to every other country when mm-hmm. it comes to, like, relief for hurricanes well, or we saw the videos earthquakes or shit like yeah. that like, we, saw, we saw that video um we make we literally spent our military budget making humanitarian relief in those freaking mres that's the thing that's military that's military that's part of the military budget to make food that we can give out to people during crises Crisis, yeah crises crises yeah no, yeah, I mean that's true. I mean we do we we uh, you know, granted everybody thinks we're assholes, but yeah, you're right. We do we do a lot of humanitarian aid. Probably yeah, like Adam said, more than any other fucking country on the planet. Probably more than every other country on the planet combined. I would say. Because think about it, like every time you see about a like when um, uh, Puerto Rico got devastated. Well, Puerto Rico makes sense. It's our Dominic. It's our <laughs> yeah, domain. Yeah, right. But when um, every time there's a natural it's Haiti, crisis, right? Like Haiti's Haiti. not Haiti. Yeah, Haiti or like every time there's a natural crisis, the, the first people, with... the first people everybody looks at is. America. Oh. Sorry, were you, were you still going? Oh, I thought you were no, going to say something. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the U.S. donates, and this is this is back in 2021, but according to this article from Forbes, it says, just reading, like, the headline, yeah. it says nearly $300 billion in foreign aid is uh sent out from like the US itself. 300 billion. That's more than most nations GDP. Yeah, and then it says uh the US is, uh let's see market watch. I, I don't know how credible they are, but I yeah. imagine they they do all right. Do all right for themselves. Uh so a global survey asked 1.3 million people whether they they had helped a stranger or donated money or time to to charity recently. Uh United States has been the most generous country in the world. That's the World Giving Index, mm-hmm. a, a ranking that measured how likely residents of 128 countries were to participate in acts of generosity. The index from the UK-based nonprofit charities aid foundation is based on Gallup's World Poll surveys of 1.3 million between 2009 and 20, 2018. Interviewers asked, uh, "Where's the fucking like?" Okay, let's see. Yeah, uh, it turns out it's clickbait, and there's actually no information whatsoever in this article. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, so I've, I've heard about the World Giving Index. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, the U.S. is the top one, so right. Yeah, we're, we're top dog. We we give out the most money. Yeah, that's true. We now, also we, give out the most freedom by liberating countries from their oil, we, from their natural resources, from so, enemies. Yeah, there's a give and take. Poverty, take. you know. Yeah, like I mean, say, like at the same time, on top of all that, everyone likes to say, oh. All these countries have free health care, free this, free this, because they don't have to spend as much on their military budget because we have bases out there for them. So it's kind of like, yeah, you want to talk shit that we can't do that? How about you protect yourself for a couple of years so we can pay for our shit? They also have smaller populations like Sweden, Norway, like all those Nordic countries or. Well, no, the Nordic countries never talk shit on us because they know. Well, I'm just saying like they're, they're small and I feel like the reason that they <laughs> Not, have it is because they can, yeah. they can, they can support. Having like well, like I I don't know how big their population is, but it's not nearly as big nearly as the U.S. Yeah, and well, they don't have as nearly of a geographic area to defend as as much as, as technically, let's say we do. I mean, yeah. In terms of yes, our population may be an a- 
average population for most countries in the world, or maybe even a little above average, but our geographic size is... You said it was a good size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, okay, what? Canada's... There's there's not a lot of countries that are f- physically in stat, in size bigger than the United States. There's We're, we're probably that's, like that's six or seven the on the list, The right? thing we have an advantage is, yeah, we have a massive landmass, and right now the majority of it is empty. It's right. Like, uh, but on top of that, like so is Russia and all those other places. Yeah. But with us, the majority of our land is livable. Yeah, it's inhabitable. Yeah, Whereas in Russia, you, dude. Fuck yeah, that. literally the whole northern half of Russia is basically uninhabitable because it's frigid temperatures. China, kind of similar in the same way. There's a lot of that country that's uninhabitable. India is just full. So that, you know, there's dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people are packed because it's one billion people, and I don't even know how the how big the country is itself but like let's say it's four or five united four of the four or five states within the united states like let's say it's that big right. and you jam all a fuck billion ton of people yeah and i mean now well india now has exceeded china as the most populous country in the world as of this year at some point Shit. i don't know when these at time was but they they have officially they're now the, the most populous country on the planet that's wild and that is crazy to think because you know yeah yeah china has also china also has a billion fucking people but so they just people, got a little more than a billion now. So it's like fucking shit. I thought we had close to that too. No, we have three or we we're have like, 300 and something million is yeah, where we're at. I must have read something wrong then. <laughs> yeah, that's that's we're, we're in we're in the low hundred millions, you know. Are we still on the like Iraqi or the Iranian thing or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess we kind of we got, we got to the point where we're talking about like, history is repeating itself with that situation. So we right. might be seeing some we might be what? It took us eight hours to do all that damage to Iran last time. It's going to take us maybe about 15 minutes, <laughs> you know, to just fuck their shit up again. I, I, we but the problem with that, though, now is because they are allied and economically tied with China and that whole. You're talking about Iran? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, all, they're all balls deep together now. So. Dude, I'm so lost. Like when it comes to the Middle East, dude. Like I don't even know who's on what side. Like no one's on well, our side. If you really got to think about it, the only place in fucking the Middle East that is friendly to the United States is potentially Saudi Arabia. Well, well, well no, no, not, not anymore. anymore. They're not because they're in. They're in dealing. Do do. Blah, blah, blah. They're dealing with China now. They're doing deals and making. Making they're they're starting to pick a side and it's not ours. So okay. really, all we have left it are Israel. All right, they're they're they got our back because they know that without us, without Big Daddy America, there's no there's no Israel. They, w- they would just be imploded upon. Yeah, and no one would stop them. Well, they would help. They would listen. The Israelis would put up a good fight. You know, they had the whole seven day war thing back in the in the seventies, and all of the Middle East decided to attack them, and they fucked their shit up because they had Soviet, old Soviet World War Two era fucking equipment, and they had modern U.S. equipment, and the Israelis fucked their shit up. Like it wasn't even fair. It, it was it wasn't even fair, basically, and so. They have that same stuff now today where essentially <laughs> most Middle Eastern countries now also still have Soviet era fucking, you know, technology. Well, except for um, Iran. They use the F-4 Phantoms. Yeah, they have our Soviet era fucking technology, essentially, but which was better than the Soviet era technology of the time. But yeah, so Israel's got our back. I think maybe Dubai, 
Abu Dhabi, those kind of fucking places, they're small. They don't really have a major fucking military. So they're not much help in that sense. But they they would probably get our back in that sense because we've kind of helped them out a lot with stuff. They, I mean, they have more money. They have a shit ton of money because of all the oil. So in those circumstances for countries that just have a, a bevy, they just have insurmountable amounts of money yeah that they don't even bother having a military because their influence is just money alone yeah that, that to me that's the reason why they don't even need a military is because well, they just they pay have, us they pay they, the uae paid us to be their military yeah we again because we were the we're the global superpower so we can protect their shit essentially so they're like we don't need we'll just pay you guys to protect our shit we don't we don't need to make our own shit to protect it and you would think just Kind of like our military budgets are fucking. In, we have more money than God or whatever. If you want to say, they have more I money than I, we I do. I like the way the electrician put it better. Our military has the budget to fight God. Yeah, I mean, we have more money than God, and they have more money than us. But they don't put it into. That's why they have anything all those fancy fucking they're, buildings. Yeah, with- they're they're putting it into their infrastructure and they're building they're building man made islands off of fucking Dubai and Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah. I mean, those are those are billions of dollars. If you took that same money and put it into your military industrial complex, holy shit, you'd have fucking some cool ass stuff. But they're I mean, making they're, they're just not that's not their priority. that's not their yeah that's not their jam they're not doing that they're not they're not the world superpower they don't give a fuck they don't need to maintain status all right so did you just buzz out <laughs> I don't know man either that or you fucking like 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 it was like a grrr. well yeah he's, yeah I don't know that's weird that sounded funny though uh anyways so do you have anything else to say about that Iranian topic. No, no, not really. No. All right. So the second topic that I want to get into, which, oh, man, this gets my giblets going, man. Oh, I love this kind of shit. So today they had the 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 public congressional hearings for the UFO and UAP phenomena. And that's for those that don't know. Everybody knows what the fuck UFOs are. But in case you don't, it's the unidentified flying objects. And UAPs is the new term that they're using, which is unidentified aerial phenomena. That's what they're kind of referring to. They're, they're kind of one in the same interchangeable terms, I guess you could I mean, say. The way, the way they said it was like the UFO is just supposed to be like, oh, we don't know what that plane is. It's right. a UFO. Oh, we just identified it. It's yeah. not a UFO anymore. Uh, the other one, the UAB, is supposed to be, this is some mystic shit here. Right, yeah. To me, I think that they're getting away. I think the reason why they rebranded it to UAP is because they're trying to get away from, it. let's just be honest, over the last... 70 years or whatever that UFOs have been a thing. It's just been associated with kookiness and craziness, right? No one's ever taken it seriously. Now that there is a mainstream aspect of them taking this seriously, they needed to rebrand it and get away from that crazy shit. So that's why they started calling it UAPs, I I feel like. Uh, Anyway, so they had this, this testimony, this testimony come out with all these different people that were from, you know, uh, a couple different, levels i guess you want to say of of the spectrum uh in in involvement and i mean i didn't watch the whole thing but i've seen these similar people that have testified before that were part of they've been part of other panels and they've been part of other other not conventions but conferences i guess involving this type of stuff so their stories are kind of known and you know i do say that it is interesting my personal opinion is I don't fucking know, right? I don't know if it's fucking aliens. I 
I do have to believe that if there was a hostile race of 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 aliens or whatever you want of, of another from another planet, right, or dimension or whatever the fuck you want to say it is, and they were to have a higher technology of shit that we couldn't even fucking comprehend, and they wanted to come here and fucking destroy us, there we wouldn't be able to stop it. There'd be no way. Yeah, they'd, they'd wipe some. It'd be yeah, child's play. Some, yeah, it'd be so. like it'd be like us. You know, it'd be what is what is every power done to every indigenous culture we've ever found? The Spaniards, uh, the British. What have they done to every indigenous culture? They wiped fucking them wiped them out. So clearly, that's what would happen here. Now, I'm not necessarily convinced that it's aliens or some interdimensional beings or whatever the fuck that they are saying that it might be. I think because. The amount of money that we put into our military industrial complex that we know about, and you combine that with the amount of money that we don't know what the number is when you look at the black projects and things that are out there, the real the real shit that we're putting money into that is unaccounted for, you know, right before 9-11, fucking what is his name? Rumsfeld came out and said that there was essentially what? A trillion dollars that was unaccounted for in the defense budget, and that was all, I'm sure, likely black projects that are off the books that nobody's fucking wanting to admit to and there's no oversight of it and i can imagine that i think some of this shit it's been going on since world war ii or just slightly after that so if you take the last 80 years and you look at okay the shit that we know that we've created right the sr-71 blackbird the the f-117 nighthawk the stealth the stealth fighter and all that stuff the stealth bomber we've created these things that Essentially, for all intents and purposes, during the time that they were created back in the 50s and 60s. It's great to mention, like, think about it at the time of um, our biggest advancement in a fighter jet was the F-15 Eagle. Mm-hmm. We went from the F-15 to the F-22. So just think about the difference between the F-15 and the F-22. There's a big fucking difference in those two fighters right but if you look at just that i mean just look at the type of technology that okay like the sr-71 blackbird like we had talked about before it literally it it, they because it it got heated up so fast and the the metal expanded they had to fucking make it loosely fit so that when it got to full speed then it actually fit together right Mm -hmm. like that's some crazy shit right they made that shit in the 60s they had to make jet fuel because the engine would because it was flying so fast that it would leak jet fuel so they had to make jet fuel that was non, right. non-combustible. Yeah, they, they, they had to make a new fucking form of fuel. So, okay, so that was shit that they were making in the 60s, right? Just imagine with the amount of money they've dumped in, the trillions of dollars that they've dumped in over the last 70 years since then. And you've got all the major corporations. You've got Ford, GM, Boeing, Raytheon, Lockheed, all the major defense contract companies, right? They have... I'm sure access to shit that has been thought of and and that we could never fucking possibly understand. So I do think a lot of this UFO, UAP shit. Sorry to go into a little thing, but you ever seen a a movie called um, Toy Soldiers, Small Soldiers? Oh, yeah, yeah, Small Soldiers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where the toys. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember at the beginning when they hired those two guys to be the engineers? Uh And they they basically gave them the key card to all the top secret shit that, that, that the... They had access to right, yeah. yeah. I'm saying you think that's what, it must be like for Ford or whatever. Like, all right, here's what all the technology you have access to. Make us some cool shit. Yeah, I I feel like that. I mean, maybe it's not exactly like that. I feel like it's more compartmented than that. But obviously, I, but I'm just saying. I like, do think that they are working on stuff that it, that we can't even fucking understand or comprehend. All right, 
I got a counter yeah. argument to Go that. For it. It's not even mine, yeah, yeah. but it was something that was brought up in the, the hearing. Uh-huh. Uh, so the woman, I don't know who, what her name is, but she, she brought up, well, it was the conversation between the two that they were asking, okay, in a situation where the UFO would arrive right next to say one of our own planes, yeah, is that something that would happen? And the guy was pointing out like, no, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like our technology to make these advanced ships and then right. not even have, not even tell the pilots of these aircrafts, these UAPs or whatever, uh, to not inform them that, that they're, we're working on like really advanced shit. Like it, that, that's like kind of the counter argument that they were bringing up that, um, uh, this UAP stuff is not ours. Like it's, it's, right. it's extraterrestrial as one would Yeah. So my, my counter to that, but wow, there's, and it, I still, just, yeah, it, it could be the case that we are still developing yeah. stuff. Like you, whatever well, you're talking about, like that defies yeah. physics, but like there's, there's aliens. Yeah, it's possible. There's aliens yeah, that no, are just doing true. shit that, cause like I said, it, it's, if, if we are really building that advanced stuff, they're saying that there would be designated spaces to, to do that shit as opposed to flying over. Like area 51. Huh? Like area 51. I don't know anything about that. So well, that's what I'm saying. Like the problem is that with modern day, we have eyes everywhere, whether it be satellites, fucking kids playing with fucking drones. Now, People, everybody's looking to the skies these days. Like, there's no way to hide shit like that anymore in the conventional way. Right. And again, I know I mention him a lot, but the fat electrician said, uh, "There's a YouTube channel. The fat electrician said it. Um, do you, there are more UFO sightings in the United States than any other country in the world, and we're also the country that's developing shit. That's that we're also the most developed country in the world. I mean." It makes sense that our military is going to make shit, test it, and then people are going to see it like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, and then also kind of think about this too with, with okay, the just within the military structure that we know about, right, in terms of top secret information and, and black projects that are uh, conventional, I guess you could say, conventional black projects, and the... When they're when they're testing some shit, right? They're not gonna tell all oh, these guys over here. Hey, man, this thing's gonna fly by you or some shit, right? It, so if there's a project that's so fucking deep in the black section of some fucking anti gravity shit, cloaking, what you know, that kind of shit, right? Some some shit that's like so fucking advanced, and they're operating under a budget that is not basically accounted for. It's it's they're getting free all this money. And it's they answer to no one basically. They're just told, "Hey, you make this shit, and then we're gonna use it." So, if you look at that right there, and they wanted to test that stuff, well, what would you do? You would you would take. Well, what I would do is I would take and say, "Okay, let's go fly by a fucking aircraft carrier that's got some ships and just see what happens. Let's see if they can. Let's see if they a, can detect this and what their response is to this, right? And let's just see what happens because we." If you've got this thing that you know is is phasing in and out of fucking dimensions or I don't know whatever the fuck it's doing to 
because there's a guy, he's uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's a dude that is, he was involved in a lot of these supposed projects that had taken place. And now that Congress passed this law, because they're getting to the bottom of this, right? Or they want to get to the bottom of this. So they, they passed this law where people can come and testify before Congress, regardless of whatever non-disclosure agreement that they've signed. Essentially, any non-disclosure agreement that they have signed, will Congress will say it's null and void, if you come talk to them, right? What, so, so what happens afterwards? Do they go like into witness protection after that, or what? I, I, I don't know if there's a mechanism that they've. I don't know if they've thought it that far ahead, right? Um, but there's been a lot more people coming out that have te- that some of these people have testified in front of Congress already, and they've testified in these kind of closed door sessions. But they've come out t- with this guy, and they've said, "Hey, these are some of the things that we saw, and this is some of the shit that we." you know, understand it potentially to be. And so that's kind of the, the theory is that, okay, there's, there's that going on where you got these projects that are our projects that we just don't want to know about and people to know about. And then just to piggyback on kind of what Frank said regarding, okay, we have all these UFO sightings here in America, right? So if you think about it and you kind of add it up, right? If we take and look at the, and that, this is not to say that there aren't UFO or UAP sightings in other countries because there are. Um, but if you kind of take and look at the, I don't know, the plausibility of what is, what is the more maybe likely scenario is the likely scenario that there is someone coming from another place light years away, potentially, or wherever you want to say they're from another dimension or fuck whatever. Or is it more likely that maybe, we're making this shit up and essentially it's out of the CIA playbook. If you, if you look at how this goes down, if, if once you lose control of the narrative, which now in our modern time with everybody having essentially a 4k camera in your pocket, right? They can't control the narrative anymore. The narrative is, is the cat's out of the bag. And this is why I think that this is kind of coming into the mainstream now is because the cat's out of the bag, so what do you do? Well, the, well, the playbook you remember, is... You remember the episode of Futurama mm-hmm. when they traveled back in time? Mm-hmm. Oh, to World War II or whatever no, no, with back, the grandpa? Oh, uh, yeah, back to the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. And they're dissecting those Zoidberg. Oh, yeah. And the other guys are, okay, so the only people allowed here is me, the president, the top brass... And this crazy... And this crazy uh, conspiracy theories because if he spreads out the information, nobody's going to believe him. Right, so... You've got that aspect of the way that they do it is controlled opposition, right? So you 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 have an operative that basically is a crazy as a crazy person that is you tell them a little bit of the truth and then they make the argument look oh it's aliens it's this oh that that guy's fucking crazy and then you have someone else come out that says oh well you know we're not really sure what it is you know it's but don't worry it's not a big deal man like everything's cool right man and so. If you kind of control the narrative of you don't want people to know that it's us doing it, well, you're going to push this alien narrative, right? You're going to push this narrative of, of well, now it's gone into the mainstream, so now you're going to push this, oh, it's, it's shit from another planet. We can't, we have no fucking idea. And then guess what? When these things start flying over fucking Moscow and fucking Beijing and we go, oh, I've, 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 we don't know. This is not us. It's, it's these fucking must be aliens or some shit. And then, uh, you know, I mean, there's literally, I don't know if it's Project Bluebeam specifically, but there is literally a, a plan that the government has come up with that utilizes hologram technology where they can supposedly project images into the sky and project 
sounds to come sound like they're coming from the sky and the shit looks real. So it, if you if you put the fake images over America, over Washington, D.C., and then you put the real ones over fucking there and you're going to say, well, man, these aliens say they're going to blow up all the shit unless we do X, Y or Z. And then, oh, well, they just blow up Beijing and blow and well, it was the aliens. It wasn't us Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not that I'm saying that that's a plausible scenario either. But at the end of the day, if you didn't want somebody to know the shit that we have and it's now starting to come out and you can't do anything to stop it, the you can't unring the bell once it kind of goes out. It's I think that alien topic or the UFO topic has just become too mainstream. And so I think that there's an aspect of, well, my personal opinion, I do think that it is some shit that it's some of it's some shit that we're making. Uh, I do think that potentially there is a possibility that, yeah, there could be some sort of extraterrestrial or alien or interdimensional or shit. Who knows where they're fucking coming from in terms of what it is. And the crux of the issue is, is I'm not sure that we'll ever actually fucking know the answer to, to what it actually is. I don't think we'll ever get a straight answer as to what this phenomena actually is. And it was interesting because I heard another, there was a guy talking uh, a while ago. It was a clip that I saw uh, from, I think it was maybe the Joe Rogan podcast or something like that. He had a guy on and he was talking about, everybody says all this shit about, oh man, we should really stop uh, fucking with this kind of technology and all this shit. And like, oh, we're just fucking asking for, you know, aliens or we should stop, you know, uh, with the nukes and all this shit. And he actually brought up a funny point. He said, you know, the one thing that we should have actually stopped was the radio. And he was talking about how any radio transmission that happens on Earth, it doesn't just stay here. It, it keeps going into the infinite areas of space, right? Yeah, yep. And it, it, gets, travel, it can travel at the speed of light. And it travels at the speed of light. So he says the radio has been around for, what, 120 years, essentially? So he basically says for the last 120 years... Now, transmissions from 120 years ago have now reached 120 light years away. So if you think about that, we're broadcasting our exact fucking location to any fucking one in that if there are people out there or not people, but if there are other races out there, we have literally been broadcasting our fucking signal to 120 light years away right now. And if somebody finds it and they're assholes... Fuck, man. They, we, we just gave ourselves away. We just pinpointed our location. And maybe if there are other races of people or aliens or whatever the fuck you want to call them out there, maybe they're not all hostile. Maybe there's some that are benevolent that want to fucking... Maybe there's an intergalactic fucking uh, federation like in uh, Mass Effect or, you know, some shit like that, right? Who the fuck knows? But maybe, maybe they'll find... Maybe the good ones will find us. But our... The crux of essentially our uh, of what has kept us, you know, safe, if that's the case, would be the fact that we've, we've been hidden. There's so many fucking planets out there that, yeah, we haven't found life on other planets yet because there's goddamn there's just so fucking many. And we don't necessarily have the technology to detect or maybe there just hasn't been enough time that has gone by for whatever signals they may have had put out for us to to receive. And like I said, maybe we don't even have the technology to receive whatever signals they're getting just and it's it's possible that maybe they don't have technology the technology to receive radio signals. So maybe they'll never fucking know that we're here. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I don't know when I went off the rails with this with fucking going into that, but uh what say you about this? Anybody else have any opinions regarding this topic? Frank put his finger up. He's eating a delicious cookie that was made today fresh. 
Uh, Chocolate chip. Shit, man. I'm more... I think I'd be more excited for the idea that... Of aliens? That, yeah, because I, I... I mean, don't get me wrong. I would, too. Though, but if they... I've, uh, I don't know if I heard the hearing correctly, but mm-hmm. uh, they found non-human biological yeah, non, non, material, yeah, right? right? Yeah. I heard that part of it, yeah. And I don't know what that means. I, I didn't get to yeah, listen to I, the whole thing. I don't I, think they ever fully explained it. Uh, I don't know if that means that they found a body or whatever the fuck. Pieces it, of a body, DNA, ah, fuck, who knows what that means. But I, I'm like, I'm still having a hard time believing that if, if aliens exist, like, if they're so capable of defying the laws of physics as we know it. Right. Like, why would they fucking crash? Like, <laughs> why mean, would they, why would they land here of all places? Like, if anything, they just observe from above and... I mean, well, by that same notion, they bring it down to our level. <clears throat> Maybe there were like there were idiots like us where we're like, "Hey, we discovered this new thing, flight. What's the first thing we should do with it? Let's put a bomb on it, and then eventually, no, let's go exploring. Yeah, let's go to the Amazon jungle. How many planes have crashed in the Amazon jungle? I, I mean, know. that's true. Probably a lot. Well, and then that's the other thing too. If, if you think about it. What what are the odds, right? If if there are no, I mean, aliens, it's a, it's a fucking huge galaxy, infinite. Right. On top of that, we gotta also remember that we're moving through space. True. We're we're not where we were ten minutes ago. Right. So if you leave a planet that's a hundred light years away. With your destination being Earth. And like, let's say you're able to do that in one jump, whatever. Yeah. By the time you get here, we're already over here. Well, it, by the time you detected our signal from 100 light years ago, or from 100 years ago, that traveled at the speed of light, mm-hmm. let's say, and then you said, oh shit, there's a signal over there, let's go check it out. And if you went to that point in time, we're 100 years past that point. Past that point. Yes. So, so then you would have to have the technology to then be able to track where that came from and where the next likely... Are you drinking this? What do you mean? You, somebody put a drink there. I was, I was wondering if it belonged to one of you guys. Oh, no, I, I didn't. the water. Is it cold? Yeah, it's cold. Oh, well, I mean, do you want it? No. Oh, well... I was just asking if you... Yeah, no, I, mean, no, I wasn't going to drink it. Maybe I took it out by accident. Just stick it back in the fridge. Um. Anyways, uh, so what the fuck saying? Yeah, my point being that if they have the technology to fucking, you know, jump hundreds of light years away. Right, yeah. And on top of that, be able to pinpoint us even though we're still moving through space. Right. Yeah, Adam's right. There's nothing we can do. If they're able right. to do that with their technology, there's nothing we can do. Oh, yeah, nothing. If, if they have interstellar well, if they have interstellar travel, that's it. We're fucked. They're, we're done. There's nothing we can do to beat them. They, they likely have technology beyond our wildest fucking imagination. We have, we have to do the mass effect. We have to go down the mass effect path. We have to fuck them. Yeah, that's right. Because that's the only way that they'll accept us is if we breed with them. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was, one of my favorite uh, memes I always saw was that when the aliens arrive, uh-huh. they're going, Earth people, we have killed all your politicians and leaders because you are now under our control. And it shows the people, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, also, do you think... Now, this is going a little maybe... Well, I guess this whole topic is fucking conspiracy-ish, right? So, right? Uh, basically, what you're saying, we need to, start, we need to put on our tinfoil hats. I mean, I've already had mine on, I, I guess, so... Right, I, what do you, what do you, so, do we... you think 
that this whole thing, you it's have- very, the, the whole UAP UFO thing, and it's all becoming mainstream in front of Congress. Do you think that it's a little fucking coincidental that it just so happens to be at a time when essentially the guy who's the president of our fucking country is like... His son's about to plead guilty? No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying like the guy literally has dementia, right? Mm-hmm. And this this is not political. It This is a fact. The dude straight up is... You watch the... I've seen the videos of him at... On TV, didn't he just didn't he just do a rant about how we cured cancer? Yeah, he did. I think he did a whole thing about that, and then he, but he, he like he, in mid mid sentence, he just blanks out and forgets what he's now, doing, and then just walks away. This comes out of a personal experience as somebody who had a parent who literally had dementia. He has the signs that I noticed in my mother first, and he's has the behavior too. It's. it's and if someone that goes, if you have to be somebody that goes through the parent having dementia to understand right. what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, or just that the, you have to know somebody that's going through dementia to, to understand what I'm trying to say here. But he's giving off the signals, is what it's like to say. Yeah, yeah, and just to make sure, just to give an example, also, it might, this again, is not, it might not even be dementia, but there's something. Right, right, and this is to say that there's this is not a political aspect, okay? Because he's a he's a Democrat. I'll say, okay, there was a video I saw today, Mitch McConnell, the oh, the Republican yeah. guy. Oh, he. Pre- he in mid, no, in like in mid. Okay, that happened before where he like I, he passed out or something and he hit his head and had some concussion or some shit. But now today he literally was talking about I don't remember what even the topic was because it was so fucking ridiculous that I literally watched him start talking about this and then he literally stops speaking mid sentence and he's just staring, just staring. And then a couple sec- a couple seconds goes by and people are just like huh and you hear the the reporters in the audience and then like a minute goes by and they're like hey somebody literally goes hey is, is he all right and then <laughs> and then somebody i guess one of Wait, his so team he spaced out he yeah. spaced fucked the fuck out like, like he not, checked not, out not fucking like he, not like Biden where he starts thinking about something oh no and he, then was, he gets lost he was in the middle of his i legitimately thought i watched a dude have a stroke okay Jesus. And and then it obviously I don't think it was a stroke because he literally after a couple minutes and then somebody like shakes him and then he just kind of looks at them like fucking he's never seen him before in his life and then he kind of goes back and looks at the thing and then goes yeah 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 okay and then just kind of goes a little bit back to normal and then somebody says hey man like one of the reporters asked him hey are you okay yeah yeah I'm fine and they said hey do you think that this is, could be related to the concussion that you had earlier he says, no no it has nothing to do with that and then they say all right that's that's enough I'm done and then he just fucking walked out but. It's it's on both sides of the aisle. It's this thing of we've got we have too many people who are way too old in power, well, right? What what, what 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 are you getting at? Well, my question is: Do you think that it's convenient that all this weird shit's coming out about UFOs and stuff when we're at a time when we have all these people that are probably shouldn't be in the positions of authority that they're in? And because they have some sort of dementia or they're they're going through old age, right? They're in their a lot of them are in their 80s. I mean, there are several senators and people in the the top ranks of, of both sides that are in their 80s. And was that one lady who had the stroke and they were pushing around the wheelchair? Oh, yeah. That's the lady from from uh, California. Yeah. Fuck. What's her name? Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Nancy Pelosi. Di- Diane Feinstein. Yeah, yeah. Her. Feinstein. Remember, yeah, her. Like, they were like sh- showing her out. Oh, I survived. Yeah. They're just showing her. She's like, okay, where are you taking me? But yet she has been... I believe she's been casting votes still, and that's the same thing. You got these, okay, Biden is running the country. Somebody has to be guiding him, right, into what to do, because if he's got early onset dementia, someone has to be saying, okay, 
even when he's doing stuff, when he signs stuff, they're like, oh, yeah, Mr. President, just sign it right here. So do you not? He, I don't. He even said while signing it. What, is, what am I signing? He's like, I don't even know what I'm signing. And he's just like, he signs it. And I'm like, okay. I don't believe for a second that there isn't someone behind the scenes that's guiding him, right? So who is that person and what are they doing? And do you think that it's convenient that this came out, this is happening to come out all when these these incidences are starting to happen more and more frequently with them spacing it's the, out or... It's this, the same guy that's been running this country for the last 18 years. It's Dick Cheney. <laughs> you know, I remember back, I remember back little, when... Little we, Bush? Yeah, well, Little Bush, man, that was that was a great show. But you, I knew you were going there. Yeah, yeah, but you remember, you remember when we were in, and we, you know, when we were in, you know, our, our Navy, our JROTC, right? And we, this was literally in the in the nine eleven era, like right right after. And you remember, wasn't we, it like, wasn't it made by Terry Parker and Matt Stone? Little Bush? I yeah. don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. But you remember there was just such a reverence that we had we had to have for for whoever the president and the and the and like the the secretary of defense and like all this there was like this weird reverence that you were required to have for them and it was it, it was straight brainwashing now that i look back on it cuz it was it was just like oh no the president says this oh we got to do it there's no there's no questions and i get it when you're in the, you know you're in that thing but it's like hey man we're not in that we're still we're still like children here so maybe maybe we shouldn't be just you know indoctrinating ourselves to this line of thinking perhaps i don't know but what anyways. do you mean like overt patriotism oh well not even patriotism but blind obedience to the office are you right? are you talking about like the the ROTC program itself no we're talking about well, well, yeah, yeah. I am talking about how, but I'm saying that there was a we were we were instilled like, this like back reverence. Then, like, if someone's the president, you automatically it's, had to respect, and you have to support everything that they do, no questions asked. Didn't matter, and and again, it didn't matter what side that they were on. It was you just had to support. Oh, it's the president. We got to do. We got, the president says we got to do this. All right, cool. We got to right, do this. Give, give a specific example. So okay, because you know how everybody was against the whole Iraq, you know, war, right? Yes. Well. During that yeah. time, it was just like, oh, no, the president says that they might have weapons of mass destruction. So we have to do we have to support him in this. And then when it comes out that it didn't. Well, you know what? That, we had that to do was this. years ago. No. Well, yeah. It's that type of thing. But then it's, it's like, oh, but you know what? We brought freedom and stability to Iraq. The, the, the line that they used, essentially. Yeah. And it's and it's like, yeah, you're right. We did. We and and I would catch myself saying these things because it's like it was brainwashed in your head that you had to support Whatever whoever's administration was in charge because they it was like this reverence you had to have for them. We we had those moments like cons- consistently throughout history, haven't we? Like, yeah, we have during yeah, during during the well, Cold the, War, the yeah, Cold yeah, War, like right. to have anybody oppose any, Com- any anti communism anything. Yeah, like, was, yeah, was, was, you, was you, fucking you, you were you were communist. Yeah. you know, and I get that. But what I'm saying is, in this instance of we were literally high school children and and being essentially brainwashed into having this certain thought and this reverence for how, the establishment. How, how quickly that faded though, dude, like it took two or three years for everybody to be like, Everybody was like, fuck yeah, America. Yeah. We're all brotherly and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then fucking no more than, you know, uh, 16 you know, years. Or something like that. No. Whatever happened. Like, like it, it was honestly, like I thought that it downfall started with Bush junior. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he started it. Yeah, and then it and then it 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 faded before his second term was up. So I mean, I feel like really when we were graduating high school, uh, like that two thousand six area, mm-hmm. that that was when it really started to fade. Was the the patriotism from nine eleven started to just kind of get 
old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, because I, I think I think people were just getting fatigued, like hearing about the Iraq war and like yeah. Afghanistan, like, oh, when's it going to end? Like, did we catch Osama bin Laden, the son I mean, of a bitch yeah. for it was like that 10 point, years fuck, man, after yeah. the fact? And it, it, everybody's like, who like, fucking now, cares, like, dude? Dude, it was during the second term of the president that replaced the man who started the war. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember watching that when when Obama comes on and he just goes, "Ladies and gentlemen of America, we got him." And I was just like, "We got, we got who? We got, we got Osama." I mean, at this point, who gives a shit? We already thought he. I thought he had been dead for years, anyways. Because you know, it's funny. Like, this is my reaction when I found out about Shohei Otani coming to the United States to play. Uh-huh. I'm in my bed. Oh, Shohei Otani's coming to America. That's cool. The Yankees are really gonna like him. Because I figured, he's yeah, going to yeah. go to the Yankees. He's going to go to the LT that's going to pay him the big buck. Go to bed. Wake up. <sighs> so he'll tie his on the angel. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I had a bigger reaction to that as opposed to the night when Belan died. I was just on my phone. I They showed like the, do you remember <laughs> the, uh, the, they had like night vision for like yeah, yeah when they when they actually yeah. it was like what, what, yeah it was like seal was, team six or whatever yeah that <laughs> what was the joke that he they broke in and he's like watching anime or some shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking osama bin laden's a weeb <laughs> no I, I think there actually was like anime in the thing in in the house or whatever yeah. i mean yeah i'm sure but uh what was it the family guy joke when they break in and they, they're eating all the things he's like oh, oh. I said the Lord Jesus Christ is my savior, and then it shows him heaven made it. <laughs> uh, that shit is wild, dude. Because like when you think about the ramifications for, well, maybe not even necessarily that dude dying, but to have like Al Qaeda or even like the Taliban to have another fucking group what? like like ISIS or the Islamic State to come so, in yeah. and just be the wor- like be worse, yeah, than all of them. Like fuck, dude. That's yeah. the thing, like. Ugh. I hate saying this, but I remember when I was laughing when Trump said this, and now in reverence, I'm like, "Fuck, he was right." He's. They were talking about the war in the middle, the war in Iraq and stuff, and he said, "Us removing Saddam Hussein was the worst thing we could have done." He said it was a dumb thing to do. It was all this. And people were like, "I'm like, what are you talking about? The man is a monster and all this shit." And then now, years later, I'm like. We destabilized that part of the world. He was killing the terrorists. He was keeping that shit in check. Right. He was keeping it. He was stopping ISIS from becoming a thing, essentially, yeah. because he was he was eradicating extremists with his own extremism. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. He's not, just he's not a hero by the, any words of it. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, he's got a point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that is that is some clarity of fucking hindsight, essentially. Look back and go, man. Probably shouldn't have killed that. Probably shouldn't have found that dude in the spider hole and killed him. We probably should have just left him the fuck alone. Like we did the first time. We we gave him a chance to surrender. We didn't give him a chance to surrender the second time. I no. don't know, man. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what we get for, you know, uh Well, let's be honest. That was part of the plan, was we wanted to make that place erratic and crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean, just like in Afghanistan. Now the Taliban owns it again. Because we left. So, so. ISIS, is it? No, ta- the, well, it's the Taliban is the government. They're fighting ISIS, yeah. actually, ironically. Yeah. So you does know. that mean, like, because <laughs> do we even get involved with that again? Because they were like, oh, we, man, we, we already, did. Wait, we did. Didn't, didn't we just, didn't we, didn't we just do this, like, 40 fucking years ago? No, like we did. <laughs> we did, dude. It was the funniest shit. We pull out, Taliban takes over, they start getting uppity, we literally do a drone strike on the, on the fucking uh, leader of, one of the leaders of Al-Qaeda. Just to say, hey, we're still, we can still be here. 
We used the allegedly's. Uh, that fucking um, that drone that doesn't have a bomb. It just shoots blades everywhere. What the, the fuck? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. That's 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 brutal, man. Mm-hmm. It just shoots razor blades. Yeah, no, it literally <laughs> fucking what the fuck? The fucking called it the kamikaze drone because it shoots samurai swords everywhere. Yeah, just shoots ninja stars. <laughs> fuck man, that's crazy. So there's no explosion. The, again, it's to say no collateral damage. Again, something we don't get enough credit for, but at the same time. We like to blow shit up. I mean, blowing shit up is fun. I mean, look at Fourth of July. Look at our cel- look at the celebration of our independence. What do we do? We just blow, blow a bunch of shit country. up. <laughs> yeah, we celebrate the freedom of our country by just blowing shit up. <laughs> well, that's what we like to do. That's why we're the world superpower. <laughs> we like to blow only, shit up. Do you think we're the only country in the world where one day a year the ERs are ready for people with no fingers again? Mm. Wait, what? What? Well, no, because like New Year's on New Year's generally throughout the Again, world, but fireworks. America, but that's America. No, I mean they do that throughout the rest of the world. Where that celebrates the what it, would it be the Gregorian calendar, New Year's, I guess, because you know the Chinese New Year they don't really celebrate that. They yeah, celebrate I the, think the Vietnamese have their own shit. Right. Yeah, a lot of the Asian cultures have their own New Year, I guess you could say. So I don't think they really celebrate the January first new year in most countries that have that so yeah i think in most of the countries i think that's one where yeah people are blowing shit up and doing fireworks and whatnot more so in america but you know wait so off on a tangent this has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with like mm, war I like, I like, fucking i like tangents <laughs> but the the difference between say like the chinese calendar versus like the gregorian t- calendar do they have more or less days than us or like how does that shit work that's a good question because I have no fucking knowledge. Frank's All looking right, it up, ne- I'm assuming. Never but, mind. Well, so I'm curious to know what the answer is because if you if you do think about it, right, so how, like, because I think you might be right. I think there is either more or less because they're not in the same year we are. So Yeah, because they're... They have less days. They have How many days do they have? 354. Because their, so they like their less, New Year's is like February yeah, or right. Shit, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not... It's like, not why, why start there? I'm curious about that. Well, I guess you could say it's maybe it's the perspective of time, right? You know, they're savages. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you look at their their new year starts and that's the thing, do do those places that celebrate that, do they here in America, obviously we use the Gregorian calendar, right? So we still still have moments where we acknowledge the Right, right. Yeah. If, If you live here and you're Chinese, do you go off of, oh yes, it's it's January 3rd today, or do you go off of, it's whatever the fuck you, whatever day well, it is, the nope. third moon of the fucking rabbit year. Yeah, like the winter solstice they, or like they, the summer solstice shit. Like, what? Sorry. What? I say like, usually both, I'm saying like, because my family, my mother and father mm-hmm. came from Mexico, mm-hmm. and I am an American born. So, like Mother's Day, there's the Mexican Mother Day, and then there's the American Mother Day. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and we usually observe both of them. Yeah, mm. that's true. So I would, I would think it would be the same thing for them. So they just recognize both and just go from there. I guess Let's be honest, it's a reason to party. Who's gonna fucking turn it? Down? I mean, listen, that's true. Turn it, turn like, a three day weekend into like, a six day. Like, weekend. Yeah, <laughs> you think people who celebrate uh, Kwanzaa or uh, Hanukkah and stuff like that aren't gonna enjoy that Christmas day off? It's a good point. It's a good point. I'm just saying, it's it's something to take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, what else you guys got? Mm, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about, Frank? I think retiring the F-22 Raptor is the dumbest thing I ever heard. 
Well, I mean, what's it being replaced with? The F-35? Is that technically what they're replacing it, what they replaced it with? The F-15 Eagle II. Uh, I don't know. I think that's probably a bad idea. They're supposedly upgrading it and all this shit, but I'm like, I, those I, same upgrades are just going to the Raptor. Why, why, why does it... Uh, is there more of the, the lesser ones, or is it the... So, out of the history of the United States, the one thing we excel at is making badass military shit and selling it to our allies at an extreme markup. <laughs> yeah. So that's one that's one of the ways our military makes money. It's it's like it's like the modern used car market, <laughs> except to the extreme. So we did that. Okay. The F twenty as soon as the F twenty two reactor came up, that shit that we have in there is so advanced, so fucking capable, we made it illegal to sell that to any other country. We, the capitalists, not want to make money on this because of how dangerous this ship would be in somebody else's hands. True. Okay. So why would we fucking ever get rid of it? Why wouldn't we just say, fuck it, just keep upgrading it or making a newer version of it, The right? reason, The reason being is because... Price? Yeah, the F-15 is cheaper to run than the F-22. I'm of the opinion when it comes to that type of hardware is uh, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So if you go cheapy cheap... You're gonna get some cheapy cheap shit. Not that the F-15 is—it's the most no, not, successful yeah, fighter sure. in the world. Not that it's not that it's on the cheapy cheap, but I don't know. I just—I I like the F-22 Raptor, man. I think it's a cool to complain. I think it does the job. I mean, shit. Hey, if the F-15 two or whatever the fuck they're calling it, the can, Eagle two. Why, why did they call it the F whatever? Like what? So F means fighter. Yeah. So in military terminology, yeah, okay. that—that's the F is the designation. For so fighter, if, if fighter B is bomber, V. So C if it's cargo. a yeah, if it's a V, if there's a V in front of it, it's for fixed wing. It's a fixed wing aircraft. If there's if it's uh, an X, it's an experimental. Yeah, X is like an experimental aircraft, which is what this one's being called. It's called the uh, X F fifteen EX uh, Eagle two because it's an experimental, but it's at the stage where it's about to become. A, it's out of the prototype stage. So the, the I'm guessing the numeration is just. It's the random. Next, the, it's fucking random. Oh, it's random. Okay. I, I want to say it's random because, like I said, we went from the F-15 Eagle to the F-22 I Raptor. mean, there wasn't... Well, there was the F-16. There's the F-18s. There's F-18. I don't know if there was an F-20 or an F-21. Like, there's the F-18 uh, you know. came out after the F-15, but we were mostly using the F-15 because it's the most successful fighter in the fucking... in the history of the planet. I feel like the F-16 was the main... For aircraft Navy. for a while. It's, the F-16 was the main aircraft for the Navy. No, no, no. no, no. That F-16, was the F-18. 18. The F-16 was, I think, the Air Force one was they used no, the F-16. The F-16 was the Air Force, yeah. F-15 was just was everybody. The, yeah, everybody used it. Because they also had it on the Navy ships, too, because it had those fucking the wings, right? Huh? Like could fold, like the F-14. Like, couldn't it do that, too? The F-15 had the... Um, no, they were fixed wings. They were, they can fold or retract or anything like that. Mm. It was the... That's why the, F, that's why the F-14 was so popular with the Navy. Yeah, because the, uh, well, yeah, the, the wings, wings, yeah, because you could fit more of them. Well, and that's why they did the F eighteen with the with the wings that could fold yeah. up so that it's like smaller. Yeah, man, I just feel like that would be some sketch shit, man. If like you're flying and okay, yeah, it has the capability to where you could hit a button and then the wings fucking can fold and contract. But like, what if you're flying and then all of a sudden you accidentally fucking hit the button or it just decides to go off one day and just fucking just fold up when you're flying and now your wingspan just got cut in half and you're just like that's oh, a real fuck. possibility. <laughs> Never happened though because the F it. No, that's the F-16 again. Never mind. So I'm, I'm I don't know. I mean, that. I don't know if there's ever an instance of that wasn't, actually Wasn't happening. there like a fucking giant-ass plane that crashed in Texas or something? All it the was, time. 
all the time. Military planes crash all the time. I don't know what it was called. It's someone like one of those big fuckers that carries yeah, like a C one thirty, yeah, or some shit like that. There's a video of one of like I think it's the Russian version of that in Russia. It's it takes off or something, and then it literally I think it was overloaded, and then it literally just <laughs> it can't get enough lift, and then it just goes <laughs> and then just fucking just this massive explosion. Fucking a dude. Yeah, man. Live leak was some shit, man. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, man. There's some. I'm sad that that fucking website's gone, but. I mean, that was also a place that there was being used for, like, child porn and all that shit. I, I didn't... I don't know. I never saw any of that. Well, I guess I wasn't I looking saw, for it. I so think I saw beheadings. I like, definitely beheading saw beheadings. I saw a lot of death. That... That was the wild shit, yeah. What was the one... Remember the one back in the day? Was it Faces of Death or something? Or what did they call it? Like, there was some website that was like that. That was, like, with your precursor to Live Leak or whatever. I, I don't know. Well, you can say that, but literally earlier today, I'm on fucking a meme app, and I, I literally watched a Ukrainian soldier get shot in the kidney and, and bleed out. From a POV camera. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But, yeah, man. Live Leak used to have all that good shit. You had that, that good, the crazy videos of fucking, yeah, beheading. Like, all the ISIS, be, or, well, whatever they were before that. But the those kind of beheadings. And you could just see all kinds of crazy I, shit, I don't man. know if I saw, uh, I don't know if Live Leaks had it first. But do you remember when Saddam, was, Saddam Hussein, was, his yeah, yeah. baddie was, right. his, his baddie. Why, why do I say, why did I say it like that? Um, his baddie. Yeah. Uh, his body was, like, dragged through the streets. Oh, yeah, and yeah. People were beating I, I the saw, shit out of Yeah, him. I saw the video of him being hung in that dim basement yeah, on there that, i yeah. think is is where it was is where i saw that and then i, I, I think yeah. i think e-bombs yeah. world had some shit too remember well, that one remember um the Gaddafi video oh yeah where they were fucking him shoving shoving knives knives up his asshole like they were showing oh yeah up his ass. blades up his ass man like whoo until one guy finds the dude and then you could see okay so as they're as there's you know stabbing him there's a point in the video where you just see just shit just just blood and oh just, my it's, god and i think then that's what like when he died eventually no, he, he they shot out. the guy shot did him. They shoot him oh yeah yeah I, remember the guy's like guys oh yeah that's right he was like this is a this is fucked up and then he just killed him yeah that's right that's god right. damn you, sometimes you, you kind of like <sighs> the guy said the best for that situation like yeah it's fucked up that they did that to him but they're the children that he made. I mean, that is true. You you you, you make your bed and then you got to lie in it, right? That's kind of how it goes. So same thing goes for dictators, man. Nobody's exempt, I guess. Fucking Mussolini. I know, that's true. I mean, I mean, the gas station where they hung them up is like a national thing or something. It's like a national monument. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, back to the UFO thing, just on a side tangent about that again. I just wanted to say that there's, there's an old saying that they say about... Uh, I, I don't know. I think it was Hitler that might have said this and, you know, whatever. But it was it was the best lies always have a little bit of truth in them. Right. So all you got to do is just put in a little bit of truth. And then, man, it makes that lie still much more believable. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, okay. we'll, maybe we'll leave it with that. I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, Hitler quote. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what? It's a it's a true statement. It's just, whatever. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to look make you look make like an look, asshole. Like, I, hey, I, not I that you do that enough the, on my own. Okay, yeah, I don't, not, I don't got to fucking. Not that you directly support Hitler or anything, but oh great, like, now everybody now that you said that, now people are gonna think that that's the case. No, you're no, you're not. But I mean, like, <laughs> you get it. Like, there's people that can. Uh, Pick, pick up on that themselves like just, that's true just to it's just hard when you not you specifically but just people we, in general people in general say something about uh, a specific person H- that historical is, figure that is not seen in a positive, positive light that like you're oh you're quoting fucking hitler or something oh you must be a nazi yeah well, that's 
you say that because that happened to me while I was younger. Uh-huh. Um, do you remember the episode? Do you remember the Simpsons? I always mention the Simpsons because I love yeah. the Simpsons. Okay, yeah. yeah. Adam always remembers the Simpsons, so yeah. yeah. Uh, remember when Homer's in the bar? I forgot what, the, what was the lead in. He's like, wait. We were trying to remember what Marge's birthday was. Uh-huh. It's like, wait. Mm, no, it's not April 20th. That's that's Marge's birthday. Same as Hitler's. <laughs> it's like, and that line was always fucking funny to me. And yeah. I, would always make, I would always make that joke. And my sister lost her shit. How would you know that? You were a fucking monster to knowing that. <laughs> it was a joke on the Simpsons, bitch. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do agree with that. That is a little excessive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking joke on the Simpsons. Jesus. We should have your sister come on the podcast. Why? You want her to rip your nuts off? I mean, shit. You know how many clicks we would get if somebody ripped my nuts off live on the fucking internet? <laughs> I can literally go to X video and see a fanboy get destroyed. Why would they do it with you? Well, obviously, I don't know. Well, I, I, like, like Adam said, I make myself look like an asshole easily enough. I just want to see that. I'm a heel. I'm a bad guy. People want to see me get my nuts ripped off. Is it next? Is this episode is nuts going to get ripped off? Next episode, maybe? I don't know. Tune in to find out. Well, first you have to ask, you have to ask your wife in the back, though. You know what, Frank? Yes. <laughs> I think I'm going to rip your nuts off on this episode. I like to see you try. Tune in next week to find out whose nuts got ripped off. Was it Frank's? Was it Josh's? Are they both dead? Does Adam inherit the earth? Who knows? We'll find out. Anyways, you guys got anything else to say? Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we've got, uh, you know, we're at an hour and a half. It's pretty good. Oh, shit, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Dude, I did not think that was... Oh, I, did I. I. I thought we got at least, like, 50 minutes, but I didn't... I thought we got about 45 minutes, and then I looked over, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's good <laughs> enough for me, dude. Good enough for me, too. All right. Well, if you listen this far, uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll see you on the next episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Charge the bitch. Yeah, fuck you, Frank. That was the latest episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. We're also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also our website, www.gameragemagazine.com.